Hello and welcome to the Magical Learning Podcast. In today's episode, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Danette and Graham to talk about the upside of failure. It turns out that failure can be a really positive thing for a person and it definitely is one of the key ingredients in making people grow. So this is a really important chat and a really interesting one. As always, it's recorded on Spotify Greenroom, which I get into a little bit in the podcast. But if you are wanting to join in on our next chat, which is how to increase your presence, then you can join us at 12.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on a Friday, or that is 7.30pm at night on a Thursday on the West Coast of the US. Enjoy this one. You'll hear we got a guest on this one as well. Uh, welcome to the ML Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the upside of failure in regards to business and life in general, which is pretty exciting. Uh, my name is Jez. I'll be hosting it today, and I'm also the multimedia coordinator at Magical Learning. And today, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Graham Gerstenberg, our CEO, and Danette Fentanenzi, our Director of Learning. So thank you both for being here today. Thank you, Jez, and great to be here. Pleasure, Jez. Thanks for organizing this yet again. Excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. So uh, just for anybody listening, we do host these every Friday, 1230 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, which is about 7.30 on the West Coast of the U.S. on a Thursday night, which is pretty cool. And we'll be talking about different things to do with business. And today, obviously, we're talking about the upside of failure. Uh, And I thought, what better way to start than to really define what kind of failure can mean to people? So maybe I'll start with Danette on this one. Uh, What do we fear about failure? And you can pass this on to Graham when you're done if he has any extra comments. Nice. Okay. Thanks. Great question, Jez. Um, For me, what I certainly, when I've failed, so I failed accounting one and then um, went on to finish a degree with accounting. And, you know, we've had failure in business as well, where a business partner went belly up and um, took out 90% of our revenue. So some of the things that I know it triggered in me was, you know, that oh, all of a sudden people see that I actually don't know all of this stuff and maybe I'm not good enough. And so that whole imposter syndrome and that whole self-doubt. The other thing, I think it is, it's just it triggers emotions in us. So you get embarrassed, you think, oh, you know, oh, how embarrassing. You can feel shame, which is really not a great um, emotion. And also you think, well, what does this mean between my relationship, between my tribe, whether it's your family, your friends, et cetera, the people you're working with, um, and the rest of the world? So that whole bit about... um, you know, what does it mean for me and my relationship with others? And a lot of times it's like, will this break me? Will this, you know, be the end of the life that I thought I was going to create or the end of the dreams that I had? So they, for me, are some of the fears that I know have have run through me at certain times through failure. So I'll hand it over to Graham. And Steve, feel free to unmute yourself and join in the conversation too. We We love people who attend this to join us as well. So um, thanks for that. I, uh, I'm actually really curious. Um, are you literally looking over my shoulder at the notes that I've written down? And <laughs> no. Answers? Uh, so clearly I have failed to write down enough answers. You ticked most of the things that I had um, written down. So one spin on fear of failure, um, and this is something that I've certainly uh, dealt with and experienced multiple times in my existence so far is um, we think that we fear failure, but what we actually fear is success. And sometimes the fear of success is such 
uh, it's a much more powerful, powerful demotivator than the, the fear of failure. Um, some of the other things I had written down, you know, why do we fear failure? It's the, it's the vulnerability thing. It is often that self-story more than it. So it's like our, our self-concept or our self-image, what we think about ourselves is a deeper motivator or demotivator to try something different than necessarily what other people think about us. Um, but I, I agree. Also, yeah, the, the, the loss, the potential loss of connection, loss of respect, um, that whole, um, you know, imposter syndrome, I'm not enough. What happens if people find out I'm actually not as funny as I think I am? And I know that's, to me, that's not possible, but, you know, it's, it's a good example. Um, wow. And that joke failed dismally. <laughs> There was no. I was laughing, laughing on Steve. mute. <laughs> and I know Steve is sitting in the background thinking, "What is wrong with this guy? He's not funny at all. He should stop." Um, I, I'll, so one thing, one quote that comes to mind. Sorry, just thinking about the fear of failure is um, from Wayne Dyer, who I think was a, a, just an amazing human being, and he he once said that um, other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And I, it's such a beautiful state to get to, and, and I don't think I'm there yet, but I'm heading in that direction where it genuinely doesn't matter what other people think about me. So I can choose to do something that may or may not work, but I'm not driven by the desire or the need to have somebody else think about me in a particular way, if that makes sense. Absolutely, and I think you've both made some really cool and interesting points that I actually kind of want to tackle before we head into um, the next uh, question I'd drawn up. And uh, one thing that this did remind me of, uh, this week I attended an improv class, the first one uh, I've ever done, and uh, obviously part of that is you're going to fail a lot. It's a new skill. But one thing that they mm -hmm. encourage actually and that we do right at the start of the class was to for everybody to stand up, take a bow and say, I've failed so that you can get used to saying it as part of the experience. And I think that that's sort of trying to uh, mute some of these uh, heavier themes that you guys were talking about. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Just that's what, uh, when you're talking, it kind of sparked in me uh, a memory, but I did want to talk a little bit, a bit um, just before we get back onto failure, the fear of success is a really interesting concept that I think we could probably talk about for maybe a little bit just because I'm interested to hear kind of what is what is the fear of success uh Dal, did you want to go first or would you be happy for me to field this yeah you go first so so my experience of uh great question by the way Jess my experience of the the fear of success is it is almost um it's a stronger version of the imposter syndrome so if I put myself out there in, in a particular way, um, whether it's you know, doing something you're doing, which I think is amazing, just doing the improv thing, um, or you know, whether it's it's writing a book or becoming a speaker or sharing a story, whatever it happens to be, what happens if this is wildly successful? Because the, 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 the downside of, of success is how does it change the way I think about myself? But... Worse still, how does it change the way other people think about me? And then all of a sudden there's this whole expectation thing. So if I succeed, then I can't go backwards, which means I have to continue to succeed. 
And what happens if my success is more just a matter of luck rather than the fact that I am intelligent or skillful or creative or amazing, whatever it happens to be? So my um, my take on the, the fear of success thing is if I start shining, just to use a slightly more spiritual spin on things, so if I show up as the most amazing version of me, it means I can't ever turn my light off again. That's the story in my head. Does that, I, and I'm not sure that, that sort of makes sense, but Danette, um, feel free to, to jump in. Yeah, and, and I love that because all of us have a comfort zone and, and we like to sit in that comfort zone because it feels comfortable, which our body and brain like because it's not having to stretch itself. But also those around us are comfortable too. So there's a point for everyone um, where success starts to feel uncomfortable and it means we're stretching ourselves, we're having to learn new ways of doing things. But also those around us, our tribe, may or may not be supportive of that. And so if they're not, we tend to pull ourselves back in because we don't want to lose our tribe. Because back in um, cave people days, that meant usually that we were going to be isolated and that eventually would end up with we die early. So I think part of that fear of success is... Um, moving yourself outside the comfort zone, but also how do you um, then get your tribe either to come along with you or maybe you have to create a new tribe? And for a lot of people, that's quite scary. And also what happens if, as Graham said, you get yeah, you keep having to shine and then all of a sudden you fail? How do you pick yourself up from that? So that's my additional comments on that. Thanks. Can I just sort of jump in right at the end and say – one of the things that I love about you is that you think so differently to me and yet you articulated exactly what I thought I wanted to say but didn't say, and that is leaving the tribe that you are currently part of. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy, back to you. Well, yeah, that was that was uh, very fascinating, and I think it's a really interesting uh just a really interesting thing. I'd never really thought of that fear of success thing. So that's really interesting in sort of relation to failure. It is, it's just an extension of that in a lot of ways, which is really interesting. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, let's jump on to the second question that I had written down, which I think gives us the flip side. So we've seen kind of the negative side and why we might be afraid of failure or as it turns out success, but uh, maybe Graham, I'll throw this one to you. What are some of the benefits of failure? Well, probably the most obvious, well, it should be the most obvious one, is it, literally it's how we learn. We don't learn from getting things right. We learn from getting things wrong and then having the capacity to stop and reflect on what didn't work about that, what can I learn from that, let's go again. So it is, whilst we uh, sometimes, I think, conditioned to see failure as a bad thing, it is a fundamental aspect of being human. Uh, no no child, and this is a broad statement and I don't know if it's true, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. I believe that no infant ever has learned to walk the very first time they stood upright and they never fell over. I just don't believe that's possible. So, you know, we fail as infants. Um, but one of the beautiful things about being a young child is that you have all of these amazing support creatures around you called parents and family and uncles and aunts and, and siblings and everything else. And when you fail for the first time to walk and you face plant on the carpet, what do they do? 
they pick you up and support you and say, you've got this, you can do this, off you go. So for me, I, I think um, one of the other benefits of failure is humility. Um, but I think learning is probably the key one. And the other biggie is just resilience. Provided you can find a lesson um, in the failure so that you, the failure doesn't make you a victim, but you learn from it, you move forward. So it absolutely helps us, I think, become much more resilient. Um, and another one I just thought of, and which comes from uh, one of Danette's comments before, it helps you or it can help you find your tribe. It's a really good point. Some of the other ones I had were, um, you know, if you look at great innovation in the world and creativity, there's been lots of failures. So it's for me, failure is a path to success. It, it's stretching yourself. It's stretching what we believe we can do, um, even stretching what we think, so what we think we know what versus what we do know. And I think it really helps us learn more, way more about ourselves. And I like that point Graham was talking about humble and also the resilient bit because we learn what we can actually cope with because a lot of people think this is my limit but actually once you fail you go oh okay yeah didn't feel so great but you know what I'm going to pick myself up and dust myself off and move forward so it it often is just a signal that hey I've I've got something to learn I've learned it and hopefully you don't learn it multiple times (laughs) the other thing I think that it's really taught me is to find out in life what's really important. So when you really fail hard, you know, the people that care will show up. The information, the experiences, I believe all happen to us, sorry, for us, not to us. So when something really bad happens, it's like, okay, this is here for me. So notice I'm starting to go, okay, it's it's a good thing. What's the opportunity to grow here? What's the, the learning I can take from this to make me stronger and to have more impact down the line? So I think sometimes it's just it helps us grow in ourselves and our strength. And it certainly, for me, has made me way more compassionate because, you know, sometimes pardon my language, crap happens and it's not through any fault of our own. And if we're compassionate and recognise that this is happening to everyone every day, you know, there's so many businesses over here in Australia that are really struggling at the moment because of COVID and the multiple lockdowns we've been through. And so it's it's knowing that people are trying their hardest and sometimes just bad stuff happens. And so we should compa- be compassionate first to ourselves if we're going through it, but also to others to know that they're doing the best they can as well. And at the end of the day, I think it's a really great reflection opportunity. So we get curious about, okay, this didn't work. What can I learn from this to grow and be able to move forward in a more positive way? So they're they're the ones that I'd like to add to that. Great question, Jess. Well, great answers. I love getting both your perspectives because I'm getting a lot of words from this. But beyond that, we also love having the perspective of extra people. And we can see that Steve's joined us. So welcome, Steve, to the Upside of Failure podcast. Uh, nice to meet you. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? Awesome. Yeah, good. good. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm in Canada. Canada. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. Where about? Our favorite country. We love yeah. Canada. Yeah. No, the only thing I'd say about failure 
is that without failure, you cannot grow. So because true. It's very the, true. The world wasn't made in a day. Yeah. Yeah, that very is so true. true. Without failure, you got to grow and you, you learn, you grow from it, and then it all depends on how you take it. Because I'm, yes. I'm then same point to you were talking about COVID. I'm, I'm a cook. I'm a chef or whatever. Oh. And the cooking industry got hit really bad with COVID. Yeah, yes. It, it, I got laid off three times. Oh wow! And how are you coping? No, it's okay. It's okay right now up in Canada. Like everything's starting to get back to normal again, but it's still it, it, it takes a hit on it takes a hit financially with what it does. Yep. Because I yeah, yeah. like I, I'd love to have my own like I'd love to have my own restaurant, but I want to. I what I want to do is have like a one of those trucks, a food truck. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. That's what I want to do. But it, since COVID, it's been hard for everything. And then all the prices are going up here like like crazy. Yep. People, people are just slowly getting back into work, so it hasn't been helping. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I, think I, I have a new baby now, too, so that Aww. hasn't helped okay. either. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. How old? Uh, she's gonna be five months there. Oh, wow! Wow! So you'd be you'd be experiencing all the joys of sleep deprivation, <laughs> Steve. Yeah, and uh, she's uh, my baby. I also got three other kids. I got a fourteen-year-old, a ten-year-old, a five-year-old, and a five-month-old. Wow! So COVID hit me pretty hard, but you know, but it's how you. How you grow from that, you know, you can't take it out on everything. You got to try to strive for whatever you can in life. Yeah. 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 Well, it actually, yeah. it kind of leads me into the kind of next question I was going to touch on, um, which is, and our final question for the podcast today is what do we get from embracing failure, both as a person and as a company? And I might start with Danette on this one. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, great question, Jez. Um, for me, it's absolutely made me more adaptable. And um, we talked, I'm pretty sure in the last podcast, about anti-fragile. So it, it's helped me know that, you know, life is just an experiment. It's um, to be lived, it's to be enjoyed. And, you know, when when the tough stuff happens, that really it, I need to just be humble and open to what others um, can share and their perspectives because, you know, at the end of the day, if if we're alive and breathing, there's always hope from my perspective um, because, you know what, you don't actually need very much to have a beautiful life. You know, if you've got a healthy family um, where we live, we live on a farm, so we grow some of our own food. It just is... Um, you don't need much more than that to be able to at least think, well, what can I do that will make a difference in the world? And, you know, Steve, I heard you talk about your cookings and the van. I think that, you know, it, it hasn't happened yet, but that doesn't mean that this isn't just the preparation time for when it will happen. Um, and I bet your kids are motivated for that. 
In terms of organisationally, I actually think it's taught me how to survive and know that I can rebuild if I need to. And we listened to a Jim Collins event um, the week before last and he talked about luck happens and whether it's good luck or bad luck, it happens to every business. But the idea is how do you leverage it so that you can um, get more from it? And talks about 10x. How do you do that? And the last thing I'd say is when we are okay with failure, we actually create an environment where people are willing to push the boundaries to create and innovate. And in any business, this is where we end up valuing, adding, value adding and serving our clients. So I think that for me, embracing failure, just it's, it's part of the process. So learn from it and move on and um, look at how you can benefit those around you and your clients um, more. So that's my my bit. Graham. There is um, nothing left for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, just echoing some of Tanette's comments. Um, Both on the resilience thing, I think, is, is hugely important massively underrated but resilience is also it's not just a personal thing it's also an organizational thing so if we think of a, of a business or a company or, or an organization that finds a way to um, appropriately address and embrace risk and and potential failure but then embrace the failure and learn from it the organization as an entity actually builds resilience as well. So it's not just at the individual level. This starts happening at the team level. And then, and you literally can build a resilient organization where we understand that failure is one of the things that we learn from and we're okay with that. Um, the opposite of that is also completely true, that sometimes when we don't learn from failure within organizations, our resilience disappears. The knowledge and growth thing, um, I, I, again, I think is is massively important. And that talked about creativity and innovation. One of the things that we get from um, embracing failure is, again, provided we have a way of learning from it so that the whatever the failure was, the mistake, it doesn't own us, um, but we learn from it and move forward, then we're building a stronger self-image. So we have a better story in our head about who we are and what we're capable of and what's possible. The other thing that I um, sort of struck me is that it also can help us strengthen connections Mm, because we can, even as an introvert, I can be more open to deeper conversations with others, to connecting and collaborating with others because I'm not hiding from the failure. So I don't shut down because, oh, no, I failed. That's terrible. What are people going to think of me? And I literally just sort of hunker down. And to a large extent, I disconnect. So when we can embrace failure, it actually gives us the, the intellectual and particularly the emotional capacity to be able to connect with others in a, in a very different way. Um, I, I'd love to hear Steve's thoughts. So great question, Jess. And Steve, would, would you have some, some thoughts that you could share with us? For me, it's, just, it's honestly just about positivity in life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, you gotta stay positive all the time. Don't look at the dark side. Look at the bright side of things. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about. What, don't worry what hurts you. Worry about what's in front of you. Oh, that's a great quote. Oh, I love that, Steve. 
uh, you know, family is the most important thing in life. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm very sociable, so like people can have their opinion, which is fine. But I look at the positivity for everything. Mm. Well, what a beautiful soul you are. Maybe mm. today was a good day. People didn't like me today, but maybe tomorrow they will. Mm. Yeah. And I want to do it for all of us. Like even even my wife, she's got really bad anxiety and all that. Since I've been with her, like she's got really bad. Yeah. She thunderstorms freaks her freaks her out. We had our first, we had our baby and all that, and then, and then uh, she's so afraid of needles. They actually had to put her under and try try to do all kinds of things so she could get blood work done and stuff like that. Yep. But it was, it's a blessing in disguise. That's the way I look mm. at it. Mm. Life, life, life throws different things at you all the time. It's how you how you yeah. take it. Yeah, you're you a beautiful get, soul, Steve. You can't get mad at the world. You can't get mad with nobody. It's how you take it. I try to stay positive, and then eventually, eventually, it might take ten years. Make maybe it'll take a year. Who knows? Maybe it may take longer. But at the end of the day, things come together. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think like, you know, just from listening to everyone talk and, and stuff, I've really learned a lot today. I think this has been one that I've really, I felt like I knew the least about. And I feel like thanks to everybody on the call and the green room for helping me learn some stuff. The the really big ones that I'm taking away are the the fear of success concept is really interesting. And so hopefully people that have listened to this also can look at that perhaps in their own life and go, wow, that was, uh, you know, something that maybe I was looking at all the benefits that, uh, both of you were, all three of you were talking about with resilience, creativity and innovation, learning experience and compassion, all being things that can come out of failure and really sort of, Oh, and growth, obviously, is the the big one that uh, I feel like I learn a lot about. And so I might just uh, take this opportunity because we're just uh, almost out of time today. But I did want to start. Uh, Graham, do you want to give me any final thoughts you have on the upside of failure? Um, I'd probably just finish with a quote, I think, which really resonated for me when I saw it, and that is from a guy called John Sinclair, and, and the quote is, failure is a bruise, not a tattoo. Mm. And I'd love yep. to hear from Steve because I think he's got some amazing wisdom around this. Mm. Me too. Steve. I, I like to, I look at birds, I look at, like, I love animals and stuff like that, so I try to go with the wind. I look at birds all the time, and they fly with the wind. And that's kind of the way I look at life. I love that. that is they don't, awesome. I love that. They, they, don't, they don't know, like, the weather changes all the time, so they don't know which way they're going, but they always find a place to settle. And that's what I do. I, I don't... I don't look for trouble or nothing like that. I just, I like, I, I look for something that's comfortable in life. And if it benefits me, it does. If it benefits my children, all I know is that life is hard right now sometimes, especially with the COVID stuff. 
So I try to in install some of my wisdom that I have into my children. So when they grow up, you know, they're not angry people. They're not mean, no bullying, no stuff like that. I don't agree with any of that. And just be happy. Life mm -hmm. takes you, life takes you where you got to go. There's always, mm -hmm. there's always that road. Yes, there is. Yeah, that's like, it's Thank like, uh, it's like, you know, follow a yellow brick road, you know, from the old, uh, yes, the old, yes. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Love it. Wizard of Oz, yes. Yep. Follow the yellow brick road. Yeah, I there might it. be a witch. There might be a witch at the end, but there's a way to overcome it. And <laughs> yes. they be, you don't have to be angry or nothing. Just find the positive side of everything. Mm. And I think life is, I did. life is precious. You gotta, you gotta appreciate every minute of it. Yeah. That's absolutely true, yes. I, I reckon, Steve, you were looking over my shoulder because mine was just grateful. You know, we've got this beautiful life and, you know, whatever comes to us is, is there to grow us. It's there for us. So exactly. I love that positivity and, and gratefulness. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Steve, if we can help in any way, um, reach out to us at learn at magicallearning.com. We'd love to stay yes, connected. please do, yep. Absolutely. And thank you so much for being um, in the green room with us today too. Yeah, thank you. it's yeah, been no fabulous. No problem. I'm the, I try to be yeah. the positivity of life. We love it. Yeah, we <laughs> got that from you. It's you're really part, good. You're part of our tribe, Steve. <laughs> so many people take life for granted and stuff like that. I do not do that. Life mm. is precious. Yeah. It certainly is. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's a really beautiful note to end on. And I want to thank uh, Danette, Graham, and Steve for being in this green room. I think we really covered a lot of awesome different ideas about the upside of failure. Uh, as as with uh, Steve, anybody can join these green rooms. We're going to have them at the same time every week, which I said uh, is 12.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time on Fridays or 7.30 on the West Coast of the U.S. Uh, and so hopefully you can join us at your time. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about how to increase your presence, which is a pretty cool one. But I just once again want to say thank you to everybody for joining us, Steve, Danette, and Graham. Uh, much appreciated. No problem. And on, a, Thanks, on a final note, when I increase my presence, I just make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you and you and Graham are kindred spirits, as yes, is we Jess. <laughs> we're, we're brothers. Brothers from another mother. Thanks right. so much, Jess, for Thanks, organizing Jess. Thanks, this Jess. too. And thanks, Steve, for being part of this. No problem. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Magical Learning Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode, feel free to go back and have a look at all of our previous episodes. Our entire library is available wherever you found this podcast, so hopefully you can go back and enjoy them. And if you are enjoying it, feel free to rate and review. It helps us get the word out to more people. Beyond that, if you like free content, you can follow us on all our social medias, including YouTube, to watch our previous webinars, masterclasses, and everything else. Have a magical week.